Hey guys, with results day just around the corner, we thought it would be useful to give you guys some tips and advice that we learned just a little too late. We'll be laying it all out for you, but make sure to do your own prep and research too. So, without further ado, welcome to episode 5, where we're talking about results day, the before and after. Yo, what's up, guys? How's everyone doing? I'm good, man. I mean, it's hot, but I'm still alright. 37 degrees, not not the one. It's like being in the oven. Oh, man, that's Damn. Awesome. Nah, is it just me, or does it feel like um, UK, British weather, like 37 degrees feels like the sun is pouring it's straight different. through? Yeah, it's like, different. Yeah, it's different. UK oh hot weather is not the one, days. man. Yeah. You feel the rays, like, it's fully, like, trying to burn you. It's so tense, man. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. Oh, don't actually get me started. It's looking a bit I think techie. my fan might have just broken. So, it's looking like a one um, leg out motive today. Anyway, let's get straight into this episode. Yeah, so things aren't always going to go to plan in your medical career, whether it's the application process, UCAT, BMAT, A-level or university exams. And as A-level results day is around the corner, we thought it'd be a good idea to talk about things that you could do if things don't go to plan. Obviously, you do need to have a positive mindset. I can't stress this enough. Be positive, but at the same time, you should also be prepared and have a plan to fall back on. Just keep it realistic. Be realistic with yourself. So, yeah, I mean, first of all, you need to realize it's tough. You know, <laughs> it's, you're in a tough situation, a bit of a tough spot, and you need to, you need to fight your way out, essentially, because it's not only just this time that medicine will challenge you, but... As you go along, it will continue to challenge you and you'll, you'll, start to, you'll start to get used to it. But it's always going to be hard. All right. So in the event that you don't get any offers before results day, what you want to essentially do um, quite a long time before results day. And um, we're talking months here. So this is predominantly for year 12 currently uh, who are applying. What you want to do, first of all, is apply to lots of different or at least look at lots of different UCAS extra universities, um, because you'd be surprised how many how many of those universities actually have places for students to actually take up. And surprise, surprise, that is actually how I ended up with my university place at Lancaster. So obviously prepare beforehand, but um, things that you can do just before um, results day. So this is like maybe the weeks leading up to results day is essentially research which universities actually have or who do offer clearance in medicine. So once you know yeah. which universities there are and well, hopefully this doesn't happen, but if you don't get the grades or you don't have the choices or offers right now, you will be able to call them up during after results day and um, essentially hustle for a um interview or basically an offer for the clearance places um so one thing i would say to all the current year 13s is when you're going into results day always have basically have your email sorted out for each university and um have their phone numbers down so the the phone numbers of each university down so as soon as you have go and get your results and come back out you start calling them because Essentially, this is basically a time where 
the early bird catches the worm in it. So you have yeah, to like, like a really action plan. call them up, see what places they have to offer, if they have any places, because this is the point where there'll be so little places on offer to a wide range of people who want it. So you have to be one of the first to get it. Um, and that whole pro- whole process is going to be quite like, it's going to be draining. So try and like reduce the amount of stress that you're going through and try and keep maintaining out like clear mind and trying to focus because it's it's quite hard and it's it might sound like an impossible task to do but you got to really focus um and this whole clearing process right one thing they'll ask you is um actually miles do you want to talk about which unis actually do give clearings first place i mean yeah we've done a little bit of our own research as to which universities in 2020 um, may or may not be, well, will more likely be doing um, clearing places. Uh, and so we have a list of University of Buckingham, University of Central Lancashire, the University of Chester, Anglia Ruskin University and Bangor University. Um, so we've essentially got together and asked a lot of our friends who have undertaken the process of both reapplying gap years retaking appeals all the different you know all the all the myriad of options and pathways to get into medicine and we've we've kind of collated it here so i mean we hope that it's actually useful right so first thing is clearing what are you actually doing clearing so when you call up the university that offers let's just say what was it um uclan right yeah um that's one of the unis by the way um you they will pick up and you essentially ask okay do you have like a place for medicine they'll say yes or no depending but if they say yes they'll ask for your a-level grades and your uk cat grades as well and obviously after hearing that they can determine whether they can give you an interview or not and obviously if your if your scores are high they'll offer you interview immediately there and then but um if not so you'll be put on a waiting list so in this waiting list you essentially have to wait for them to give you an interview and this interview can go it will occur on the phone so it might be like not well planned or well well executed but uh, you just got to give it your best and try to remain calm under the pressure i think one thing that's important to to know i mean a few a few very key points to to know are you know have your uk cat score on hand have your bmat score on hand have your a level results on hand and really keep yourself under control uh, in this pressured time because you never know what could happen. You could secure a place at a pretty good university one way or another. Mm-hmm. 100%. So we've gone over, you know, what, what you should do in terms of clearing and um, what to look for, um, how to prep yourself. But what do you do if your grades seem to be the issue? Well, again, you can go through clearing. Um, but this year, obviously on results day, um, there are two kind of methods that you can appeal, I guess. Uh, and so there is the classic uh, and traditional method of appealing, um, which can only occur under a set of cir- certain circumstances. Let me get up the um, the actual website here. And it says that there are three circumstances that Ofqual have decided that appeals can only be made in. And so number one is when your school or college believes it has made an error in submitting its marks to the exam board. 
Number two, when your school or college believes the exam board has made a mistake in moderating or communicating the grades to the students. And number three, when a student has evidence of discrimination or malpractice within the school or college. <clears throat> and so obviously you can appeal your marks, get it remarked, I think. Uh, hopefully it's it, it works as normal, but I'm not too sure, obviously, with the whole coronavirus situation. It's quite difficult to know exactly what's going to go down, mm. especially with the next little section um, in terms of the COVID-19 autumn exams. So if you're not really happy with the grades or you haven't got the grades that you needed um, to progress onto medical school, it seems as though there is an option to go and take your exams in the autumn, whether or not you've already secured a place at uni. And so... I'm not sure how this is going to work exactly because they do say on the website it is entirely dependent on the COVID-19 situation and um, whether it's local or national or whatever. But this is a possibility that it will occur, but don't bank your hopes on it, essentially, is what I'm saying. Um, try every different avenue before you start thinking of um, before you start thinking of retaking uh, and taking a gap year essentially make sure you do the best you can on the day to get the best outcome possible i mean the then the other option that's available or which basically is a no-brainer and it makes sense is to take a year out and reset the exams next year exactly so yeah so this this if you're going to do that option obviously there's going to be a lot of planning that you have to do ahead because in that in that gap year you're going to have to do a lot of things and shane's going to be talking about that right now so shane yes. so first point and probably the most important point is be productive make use of your time you've got a whole year now a whole year of of basically you deciding what you want to do no school no well, nine to five. yeah exactly so just make sure you're not sitting at home wasting your time doing nothing all day be productive like it could be something so simple as learning new skills that might help you in the future or developing current skills that you have or like even just dedicating more time to your hobbies. Like it literally is simple. And if you do like traveling, this is your this is your perfect chance to go out, explore the world and yeah, literally enjoy yourself. But at the same time, if you're a medic, make sure you volunteer as much as you can. Interviewers love that. Try and help people. Yeah, get a job as a healthcare assistant. Yeah. That's a shout. That is a good shout. And if you if you didn't get as much experience as you wanted to previously, like this is a this is a perfect chance to get some work experience done. Like you don't have a slot, like a specific slot uh, given to you by school for you to do work experience. You can do it whenever you want. And that literally makes life so much easier for you. Like you've got a whole year and just to plan out when you want to do what you want to do. So yeah, just make use of your time. If you are planning to do resits, then make sure you do study. Don't forget about it. Don't think, oh, because you've got a whole year to do it, you're just going to leave it till the end because that isn't a mm, good mindset. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And listen to our last podcast because those study tips will help you get through your, your A-levels to the best exactly. of your ability. And like on that note as well, you've got so much time, even if you're doing like an hour or two a day, like consistency is important as well. And mm. because you've got so much time, you can try out like new revision methods, try out different techniques that you haven't tried before because of time constraints. And yeah, like that will really help you in university as well, because then you'll be able to find out like 
what methods work for you and what methods you enjoy, which will help you throughout the whole of your medical career because we all know it's exams all the way. Yeah. So um, obviously regarding gap years, there are different sort of circumstances that apply to each person. So you could be a person, I mean, like Miles said, we did like ask a few of our friends about what they did after results day and what they did. So um, one of them that we know, she got the grades, but um, she didn't have any offers. So her gap year essentially consisted of literally working hard to ace her UK CAT score, which she did. She did phenomenal in that. Um, and then preparing for interviews. And essentially what happened, since she received, she got the grades, she got good grades at A-level, she didn't need to worry about retakes or anything. So she was able to just focus on, like I said, UK CAT and the interviews. And she ended up getting four interviews from her four choices and um, now has four offers from all four of her choices, which is great work. Um, Another one of my friends decided to not take a gap year. Um, and she went into a different medical science. So she did biomed. Was that correct, guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah biomed. Um, and she decided to just do biomed uh, at St. George's. And, um, well, was she thinking about then switching over to medicine after first or second year? But we, we don't know the um, precise things. But Yeah, I think you'd have to ask her. Yeah. <laughs> But um, like I said, so I know St. George's offer offer a um, essential transition from biomed into medicine at St. George's. Um, yeah, I think it's after second year. Yeah, after second year. But um, that requ- there's like obvious requirements that you have yeah. to have for it. So like having a first, like working hard and stuff like that. It's like it's doing that sort of route is very hard. But mm-hmm. um you can essentially just do another degree and then transition into medicine afterwards. So like do a postgrad version of it. I know, uh, you, yeah, I know a uh, university of uh, King's university, sorry, uh, offers a postgrad course, which is only four years long. So uh, you could, you can do that as well. Obviously that, that obviously demands a lot of self-discipline and a huge amount of drive. Cause you're going to do two, degrees and yeah. be in university for almost seven years or more i mean yeah it is a lot of effort but you do get two degrees at the end of it uh, and you get the skills from both degrees it's not just you know medicine a lot of medics don't actually have the research skills and mm. so that's why they um they're starting to emphasize a lot put a lot more emphasis on ssms and special study um modules and stuff like that to, to kind of really encourage people or at least incentivize them to do a little bit more research can I just, just say people people who do that people who do two degrees and then come into medicine or like it, it's that just blows my mind that's the crazy. amount of like, obviously money but that is just the, like a huge amount of determination and 100%. if you guys do do that Agreed. that is honestly the wildest thing like personally I'm blessed to be in the situation hats that I'm in hats off to you hats off to you <laughs> yeah so yeah honestly hats Apparently. off to you guys and. Uh, another thing you can do is like the second friend of ours you can um, essentially do another course as well as retake your A-levels if you didn't get the grades yeah so um, essentially what she's doing is 
she was doing a pharmacy degree but as well as taking the pharmacy degree she was going to take retake her a-levels and uh obviously do all the admissions tests interviews and whatnot and that itself yeah. is um like a very difficult feat to do the amount of, of workload work. like yeah. yeah workload work rate everything is out of the roofs man that just sounds like hearing that give gave me anxiety just to add a couple more points to the whole gap year conversation one important thing is if you if uk cat or UCAT now and bmat didn't go well last time just try there's so many different resources that you can use for example medify i know one of our friends said that was made like that worked wonders for her and um, a lot of my friends did use it and defo helped them i personally didn't but i've heard a lo- lot of good things about medify and mm-hmm. just try that out um i did go on um a course there are like there are quite a few courses out there Catplan is one i would recommend so if you do think that ucat or bmat like is one of your weak points in your admission then yeah try and use different resources to help you get better grades or get better marks mm. and like literally the most important thing is you got to remember a gap year isn't a disadvantage to be honest in my opinion i think it's definitely an advantage interviewers love yeah, people with productive yeah 100% it's what you do with it that 100%. gives you the advantage like if you sat at home all day then yeah the interviewer would be like yeah like what's going on why would you waste your time like that but if you do like travel do volunteering get experience like work hard improve your skills like it gives you so much to talk about in your interviews as well like so much Mm. like literally even if you haven't planned something for a question like there would be so much for you to like just think about and talk about Mm. honestly so interviewers definitely love a lot of like productive gap years and the other thing is like the fact that you've taken a gap year or you've done resits and you're going in to go you're applying to medicine again like that just shows your determination and it shows the interviewer how much you want to do medicine a hundred percent because but like i think the- a lot of a inter- lot of interviewers ask why do you want to do medicine because they want people who actually want to do medicine doing medicine so the fact that mm. you've done a whole extra year out of education dedicated that time into developing yourself and committing to getting into medicine that just shows your determination and how much you want to do medicine which is a plus point i think the the best take-home message from this is essentially applying to medicine isn't necessarily a sprint it's more of a marathon uh and if you can sprint it and you do win then you're golden but what you need to understand is applying to medicine has to be intrinsic and you have to have that self-drive and motivation to make it through the tough times and to do the things that are uncomfortable or just feel a little bit long, you know, um, because even with my own personal experience, you know, I didn't get into medicine the conventional route. Um, like I was talk, like we were talking about before me and one of my friends um we both didn't get offers um from all four of our initial medical schools and so what ended up happening to me was i applied 
I luckily got told about this this amazing service called UCAS Extra, and I want to put so much emphasis on 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 this service because not enough people know about it. But UCAS Extra, if you go on it and you filter out the courses for um to look for medicine, essentially, you can find some pretty decent universities on there. I found Lancaster University, which is a top twenty university now, and I am actually going to med school there. And it's insane how things work out. But what you need to do is open your eyes to the horizon and see how how things go. Because I applied through UCAS Extra, got an interview, did the interview, absolutely loved it, smashed it. And I loved the university. Um, But essentially, even at results day, things didn't go my way. Uh, I missed my offer by a whopping total of nine marks. And so that was significant to me because... Well, it felt like I was going to waste a year of my life. But to be honest with you, I feel like I've met some of the best friends of, you know, I, I'm going to have um, in, in my life in this year because we're such a close knit group. There are only eight of us on our course. But the thing you need to understand is. Oh, really? Eight yeah. people? Oh, sugar. Yeah, it, it's, it's so close. There's eight people, but we essentially mingle with the biomed students. And it's essentially a, a year of biomed, a little bit of chemistry. Uh, I say a little bit. It's annoying as hell. But a little bit of chemistry. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of anatomy. It's a lot of basic medicine, essentially. Um, and so it really helps with understanding first year. And it put I, th- I feel as though it's put me in a little bit of a better position uh, academically to tackle some of the problems that um, you guys faced in first year. Yeah, 100%. That sounds like it's like a, a big win for you because essentially first year, when you get into first year, you're going to be repeating most of that stuff. And you'll probably understand a lot of it in a higher detail, to yeah. be honest. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention though, I... Again, so I missed my offer by nine marks, but essentially I, what happened was I read the email and I saw I didn't get an an offer, but I didn't read to the bottom of the email. Uh, And so one thing that only quite a few of you will ever get to access, but you need to know about it is foundation courses are actually helpful. And so that's what I did Um, because I had a certain set of extenuating circumstances, um, I was accepted onto the foundation course, which is essentially the year of biomed and biochemistry um, that I did um, to essentially establish my place on the on the A100 course. So again, look on UCAS Extra or even if your predicted grades at AS, I don't think anyone does AS anymore, uh, aren't as good, then you can look at um, foundation courses uh, or if your university does do a foundation course again talk to them about your circumstances because everyone's circumstances are very different so make sure you express how you feel um and you know what you have to offer to them and make sure you're persuasive on that phone to them especially for clearing uh, and all those interviews that you're about to do one last thing i'd like to add is guys like i know we've talked about like fallback plans this whole episode but going into results day don't stress like it's easy for me to say, but I've been through it. Like the night before is gonna be long. Yeah, oh, just, just make sure you rest. Before, oh I my hope God. The, the weather is yeah. on your guys' side. Hopefully, hopefully it's not this hot. Oh, By the way, we're filming. We're recording this Damn. on the seventh, and so this is on record. Is it on record the hottest day of the year? I, I don't know. Thirty-seven man. degrees. degrees. Yeah, that's, it's too hot, much. Bruv. But yeah, mental. But yeah, so you try stay positive. 
try to get your mind off it do whatever you can rest just make sure you get a good rest and then yeah hopefully everything goes to plan but if not you now know what you can do to help you get back on track yeah i just like quick stuff that i want to recap on like with the gap here and stuff um yeah sure you have to make sure you do like you don't waste time it's all about self-development as well but it's essentially a year out of education so enjoy it as well so do things obviously do things that are useful like volunteering you know studying if you're retaking whatnot but also like do things that you do so like engage in hobbies go traveling that's what one of my friends were planning to do but obviously covid19 came up and screwed the whole we thing need to up fix your accent so like you gotta make allow it man covid19 covid, COVID bro it's not covid19 COVID but anyways covid this pandemic is that better lads yeah, <laughs> yeah. this this yeah Definitely. so um you gotta make sure you demonstrate that you're a well-rounded student as well that's one key thing to do because obviously medicine is very academic but you gotta make sure you have some character yeah. and that character will show in your interviews or that charisma. um be like harvey specter harvey specter is the one if you know you know <laughs> yeah. um another thing i want to say is um the final grades a levels are going to be the most important things in your entire life up until this point so you got to make sure you try everything in your power to revise and essentially alleviate a massive workload because if you bang exams then everything else even if you don't have offers even if you've, like you fail uk cat or, or bmat you are essentially set because then you don't need to worry about your a-level grades and retaking you can just focus and knuckle down on uk cat and bmat and interviews and forget about grades a-levels completely so really for the for the upcoming year 12s i don't know Obviously, year 13s, unfortunate for you. But upcoming year 12s, you got to really gun for these exams because these exams are going to be so important. And if you get the grades, it will make your life 100 times easier. That's it. And just to echo those soothing words of uh, Shane and Vidi, um, and reaffirming words, actually, I'd just like to say, you know, yeah, don't stress too much. These exams do matter and they will affect your life in a certain way. But you need to go there knowing that you have options and we've sort of laid them out mm. here for you. And if you are lost, you know, ask your teachers, ask your friends, ask people what they're doing um, and don't get left behind. Because if you want to become a medic, have that drive within you and you'll become a medic. So, again, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Making It in Medicine podcast. If you guys have any questions before results day or after results day or whenever it is, you know, shoot us a DM, shoot us a Twitter uh, message. We don't really care. We'd love to answer and uh, see all of your guys' comments. So again, remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Make It In Med and on Twitter. And don't forget to listen to next week's episode as well. All right. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Good luck, year 13. Good luck.